Hi, everyone. This is What the Dog Knows with Kristen Rosenbaugh, a podcast by Wagnificent Canine Truffle Dogs. Welcome to episode two of What the Dog Knows. I'm your host, Kristen Rosenbaugh, and today we will be talking about context. The reason I chose this topic for our second episode is because it's one of the foundational concepts that I discuss with every new client. No matter what type of scent detection you are teaching your dog, it's important to understand context and the role it plays in your dog's understanding of the game. So let's get started. Today we're going to talk about what context is, why it's important, and how you can apply what you learned today. But first I'm going to tell you a story. This podcast episode was inspired by an observation that I made with Callie, my border collie. We were headed out on a truffle hunt, and some of the behaviors that she was exhibiting in the car made it very clear to me that she knew exactly where we were going. We were still at least 10 minutes away, and it got me thinking about what exactly is informing her about our intended activity. You see, where we live, there are only a couple of options for leaving town. Essentially, when you get to the main road, you either go right or left. And one of those two turns takes you to pretty much everything. So I wondered, what exactly was informing her that today, when I turned right, we were going truffle hunting? Versus a different day that I might turn right and she happened to be going on a car ride to a doctor's appointment or the grocery store. On that particular day when I turned right, she started fussing and whining and air scenting and trying to stick her nose out the window. It was very clear that she knew exactly where we were going and exactly what we were going to be doing. When she got her nose close to the window and took a deep inhale, it was almost as if she confirmed what she already knew to be true. At that point, she got even more excited, and the rest of the ride was, well, let's say it was entertaining to say the least. Now, I'll admit this isn't the first time that this has happened. It happened years ago when we used to go to herding lessons. She seemed to somehow know what we were headed to do before we even got close to the field. There have been other occasions where I got into town and I turned left. Well, that turn to the left could take me to the grocery store. It could take me to a doctor's appointment. It could take me to a truffle hunting location. It might even take me to my in-law's house. How did she know the difference? How did she know when I made that turn to the left on that particular day that in 20 minutes time, we were going to be hitting the truffle forest? The answer, you guys, is context. It is context. That is something that is so incredibly important to our dogs. And I feel that it's really important that we understand what context is and how we can make sure that we are either being really consistent with our context cues, or we're using those context cues to our advantage to inform our dogs. The more information we can give our dogs, the more success we're going to have in any of the activities that we choose to participate in. So what is context? 
And why is it so important to our dogs? Context is essentially a combination of conditions that inform our dog about where we're going and what we're going to be doing. Let me say that again. It's a combination of conditions that inform our dog about what's happening next. So why is that so important to our dogs? You see, context gives your dog the ability to predict what's next. It gives your dog an understanding of what may or may not be expected of him or her when you get to the destination or when you begin the activity that you're headed out to do. What that means is that in the absence of having a verbal conversation with our dogs, we can inform them about what's coming next. What's important to understand is that dogs are very tuned in to details. So what that means is that a specific set of conditions must be present for your dog to make a prediction. Let's circle back to that example I gave you with Callie. Let's list off some of the conditions that were part of the picture that told Callie we were going truffle hunting versus the conditions that may have been similar but would have informed her that we were going to the grocery store. In both situations, I would turn left. In both situations, she would be wearing a collar. In both situations, the scents in the surrounding area from the windows being down would be consistent. In both situations, the travel time would be fairly similar. So how did she know we were going truffle hunting versus just to the grocery store? You see, there were at least a couple of conditions that were different between those two scenarios. One of those conditions is that Callie wears a jacket when she goes truffle hunting. And I often put that jacket on her before we leave the house. The other indication for her that we may be going truffle hunting is the presence of my backpack, a very specific backpack that we only use when we go truffle hunting. It could also have been the presence of her truffle hunting harness. These are very, very strong context cues for Callie. And so even though the ride to the truffle location very closely resembled the same ride she would take if I was going to the grocery store, those subtle differences gave her enough information to predict where we were going and what we were doing next. So how can you apply what you know about context? How can you utilize that combination of conditions to inform your dog about what you're going to be doing next? I think we all feel a little bit more at ease when we know what to expect. And I think the same thing is true for our dogs. So why not give them as much information as possible? There are two ways that we can utilize context to help us give our dogs more information. One, we can continually be making observations about the conditions that surround specific events. So for example, in the games and observations section of the show notes for this show, you'll see some instructions for some simple observations that you can make. I'll outline those a little bit later. The other thing that you can do is define a set of conditions 
four specific activities that you're going to do with your dog. For example, if there are specific behaviors that you want to encourage with your dog when you're out on a walk, you may have a specific set of equipment that you use when you're out for casual strolls. You may use a different set of equipment for sniffing walks or truffle hunting or agility or rally or times when you want some more attentive healing. These are all just examples. The list goes on and on. What I want you to take away is that there are specific things you can do to have consistent conditions that help your dog predict the activity that is to come. Just like Callie's harness or jacket or the presence of my backpack gave Callie enough information to understand where we were going, you can do the same thing for your dog with any activity. The key is consistency. You need to make sure that you are consistently meeting those conditions so that your dog can reliably predict what is happening next. Let me give you a very specific example. This is exactly how I introduce dogs to truffles. Any dog that's going to be truffle hunting, any team that's going to be working with me is typically going to be going through this process of an introduction. First, I ask handlers to consider what type of gear they want their dog to be on while hunting. Is their dog going to be off leash or are they going to hunt on leash? Are they going to utilize a harness? If so, what kind of harness? Will the dog be wearing a collar or perhaps dragging a long line? Are there tracking devices that you want to implement while you're out in the woods? These are all things to consider prior to introducing your dog to truffles. And here's why. Each of those details will summarize the combination of conditions that inform your dog that you are going truffle hunting. That's important stuff, everybody. So while we didn't cover everything that goes into those decisions that are made prior to embarking on a truffle hunting journey, you understand my point, that these are things to consider since they will be painting the picture for your dog and helping them predict the final behavior. Think about these things with any activity you do with your dog, whether it's going on a walk or doing some formal training. Consider the context cues that are involved in that activity and the cues that give your dog information about what you are going to be asking them to do. Now, there's one more context cue that I want to discuss with you. And if you take nothing else away from this podcast, this is the one piece of information I want you to make sure you remember. Environment is key. Environment will give your dog information about the activities that you are doing. And it's incredibly important to teach and practice in context. What that means for truffle hunting is that you should be teaching and you should be training outside. Truffles don't grow in buildings. They don't grow in boxes. They don't grow inside. So unless you have a reason to be training your dog inside, you should definitely be doing an introduction and the majority of your training outside in the environment where your dog will be expected to perform the behavior. 
So how does this all come together when I introduce dogs to truffle hunting? Well, the first time they ever smell truffles, it's outside and in the presence of all of the gear that the handler thinks they may be using. This allows the dog to take in all of the conditions that may be associated with truffle hunting. That's very powerful information for you to have and for you to share with your dog. By defining some of the conditions at the very beginning of training and then consistently utilizing those variables that you can control, you will be able to communicate with your dog much better than any verbal communication or verbal cues you may give them to start and end a behavior. So how can you apply what you learned about context? I've got a simple task for you. One of the things that I want to do with this podcast is I want to make sure that I always give you something to take away, something that you can do right away, something that you can put into action with every single episode. So under today's games and observations, this is what I'm going to ask you to do. Think about a couple routine activities that you do with your dog, where your dog seems to know exactly what's going on. The easiest might be a car ride that leads to a dog park or a training class or a friend's house. I want you to choose something that you believe is a routine behavior, but it elicits a very different response with your dog. Once you've identified two situations, maybe three, where you think the conditions are relatively consistent, but your dog's response is quite different, I want you to sit back and observe. I want you to observe what are the different components of that scenario that are informing your dog. Be specific here. Identify small details about each situation. Identify what your dog is wearing. Is your dog wearing a collar? Is there a leash involved? Are there other dogs present in the car? Is there other gear involved, perhaps a training bag or a backpack? You may choose to make a list of some of these things, but what you're looking to do is identify what are the conditions that these two scenarios have in common and what conditions are different. By making note of these things, you can utilize them in the future to inform your dog of what you're going to be doing. Have fun with this, everyone. And if you want to share what you observed, come on over to my Facebook group, What the Dog Knows. We'd love to have you join the community. Thank you for joining me. You've been listening to What the Dog Knows. I'm your host, Kristen Rosenbaugh. If you have questions for me, I'd love to hear from you. Just reach out on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook using the hashtag AskWhatTheDogKnows. Knows.